Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and let go of everything else that's going on in your day and just remind yourself And let me remind you that the Lord is with you now. That if you've been born again in spirit, your spirit already is fully connected with God. So you don't need to reach him. You don't need to convince him. You don't need to get his attention. You are you are already one with God in your spirit. So your spiritual relationship with God is finished, complete. You have eternal life. If you've been born again, you have all the eternal life you're ever going to get. It's already available to your soul. So our problem is our soul is not receiving what it was created to receive, which is spirit life. And there's tons of reasons there's, that our soul is not receiving that life. It's our soul did not change during our salvation experience. The soul you had the day before you be you were born again it's the same soul you had after now there are times that god does healings and re- revelations of of things going on and of himself within our soul but it's the same soul it's an impact on your soul and it's a god-given soul god gave you the soul he wanted you to have and your soul has what we're referring to as three parts, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Now, if you've learned other aspects, other approaches, fine, doesn't matter. What we do with everything we're learning, we take it to the Lord and ask him about it. There are multiple ways of approaching our relationship with God. And you and I are going to have a lot of areas where we agree and a lot of areas where we disagree. So what? Are you growing in confidence that you're hearing from God clearly? Are you becoming more and more free and whole and healthy and reliant on God? Do you have that confidence that God loves you? That you don't need to perform or minister or achieve your goals or whatever levels or your purpose? You know, your purpose is already done. It's to know God. Our problem, again, is that we only know him in our spirit. And God intends 
No, let's look at, let's focus on God's purpose. God's purpose for you is that you would be one, complete, entire, spirit, soul, and body. Not so we can accomplish something. Not so we can reach the world for Christ. That's his job. He's doing that. Now, yes, there's times when he sends us out. When he sends us out. When we have been with him and taught by him and changed by him. I even look back at the some of the examples in scriptures about First, when when we remember that Christianity began at the resurrection, not with Jesus' teachings. That was the setup. But salvation, being re-spirited, being born again, was only made available at his resurrection, not his crucifixion, not his teachings, not his birth, at his resurrection. That's when he gave us new life. That's when we received new life. We joined him in that resurrection into newness of life. We were re-spirited. So everything that came before that, all the people that acknowledged Jesus was Lord were not what we would call born-again Christians. They recognized Christ, just as so many, in the old, so many in the Old Testament recognized what the Messiah would be and what God needed to do. But that recognition, knowing the promise and relying on the promise, did not make the promise come to pass in that person's life. Abraham, David the prophets it they they saw the promise and they claimed the promise but it did not change them spiritually and then when we get to the the disciples walking around with Christ now these were people who saw the miracles that he did and they were not spiritually reborn and yet Jesus told them, if you say to that mountain, be removed, it will be removed. Not to Christians, to, to non-Christians, simply because they believed in him. They were hanging around with him so much to see what was already possible. When when Jesus and the, the gang were kicked out of the, the town, one of them said, shall I ask for fire to rain down and destroy the city? Not, will you do that, Jesus, but shall I do that? And he sent them out two by two, and they came back amazed at what they were able to do. And they were not born again. They were not spirit-filled. They were not spirit-born. All these things were they were able to do even before the resurrection, before salvation. 
before they were one with God. But what were they? What what caused them to see what the soul was capable of? They were hanging around Jesus. They were spending time with someone who showed them the way. They say, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You come by me. You come with me. I will show you. I will teach you. I will reveal to you the Father. It was all through him. But they weren't changed until the resurrection. Now here we are after the resurrection. And we have kind of forfeited the whole idea of what's going on in the supernatural realm, what our souls are capable of participating in the supernatural and the natural realm. And and I'm including myself in this. I don't think that if I said to a mountain, be thou removed, that it would be removed. Because one one of our problems is we have compartmentalized the power and activity and authority that we already have in our soul, that God put there in every person's soul, every soul, whether they're born again or not, has power in the supernatural realm. And every soul, whether they're born again or not, has power and authority in and over the natural realm. But we have separated ourselves from that reality. We've denied, we've compartmentalized, or we, are, we overly rely on science, on technology, on our own explanations, and one of the reasons is if we're relying on technology and science and, and politics and government, then we don't have to know God. We don't have to spend time with him. The whole idea of having a personal relationship with God is taken off of our shoulders. Because we can let other people do it because then nobody expects us to be able to cast out devils. And again, these, the Christians that were, that, well, the disciples that were hanging out with, with Jesus and that he sent into the different towns two by two, they could cast out devils. And they were still dead in their spirit. But because they had been hanging around with Jesus, they had learned the power and authority that was already in their souls. They saw how it worked and they did it. And they came back saying, wow, we're so great. No, they came back praising God because people were set free. Because when people are set free, God is glorified. Because God is love. 
and he shows his love by giving, by giving freedom, by giving health and wholeness, by setting people free. So when that happens, his love is present. So they could not take glory for themselves. They, it was not an effort. They, it, it was not something they had to go, oh, wait a minute, we have to make sure nobody says, wow, what a great job you guys did. They didn't have to worry about that because when someone is freed, God is glorified. When someone is made whole in their mind, in their body, God is glorified. God is magnified. God is well-pleased. Nobody needs to say anything. But we have separated ourselves from what is already part of our being. Now we can equate it to our natural being, our physical being, like if we don't, if you don't exercise, your physical muscles atrophy. And then you can't expect to all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to go run in a marathon this weekend. You're, it's not going to work. Your body will give out. But there's something you can do about that. You can get in shape. And for the soul, it's the same thing. Is there something we can do about being so detached from our solical abilities? We can start working them out. We can start working our solical muscles in the supernatural realm. And we've been laying a lot of groundwork about to gain a comfort level that the supernatural realm is already there. Where you're not going to be conjuring up the supernatural. You're not going to be bringing out of one reality into your reality. It's all one reality in the supernatural realm. Your soul functions in the supernatural. Remember, the supernatural simply means above the natural realm. There are three realms of reality, the natural, the supernatural, and the spiritual. In the natural, that's where our physical body exists. In the supernatural, that's where our soulical being exists. Now, just as in the physical, there are other kinds of beings. There are animals, there are trees, there are other kinds of different kinds of living things and different kinds of, of uh, molecular activity, different la- levels of life in the physical realm. And we can interact with them in a variety of different ways. We treat our pet dog different than we treat our pet rock. But we are relating physically to both. But then it's the same in our soulical relationship to the supernatural. There are other things 
than our soul in the supernatural realm. There are, that's where the angels are. And there's more than, more different kinds of angels. Angels are just messengers. In, in that realm, there's a lot more different kind of, shall we say, heavenly or godly or spirit, uh, not even spirit, but those, and this is one of the challenges we, we have, is we have a tendency to go, okay, in, in this realm of knowing God, in the supernatural, there's good and then there's bad. And what we want to overcome is that they're, they're all part of that reality. God created it all. God created the devil for a purpose. He created messengers for a purpose and created creators for a purpose. There's so much more that we, because we have said we're going to wait until heaven to figure that all out, because we're going to rely on other things to fill our, our needs, our God-given needs now, rather than spending the time with God that is necessary to, so he can send us out so we can learn more about him and see how God works. See how he, what his ways are. Follow his path. Be part of what he wants to do. Simply because we love him and he sends us out two by two. Or, you know, again, after the after um, Pentecost, they were, they were sent out speaking other tongues after they had spent time with him. They knew how he did things because they were spending time with him, and they saw what they were spending time. It's not that they all of a sudden got a special anointing or a special gift or a special purpose. It's that anointing or power or gift was brought to their attention for a purpose but they had it all along you have everything you need for life and godliness right now you don't need to go anywhere you don't need to try anything as far as trying to please him or achieve something God is already well pleased with you. You're doing fine. You're on the right track. Let him push your boundaries. Break you out of that box. We talk so often about how we're we're in prison even though the the cell has been unlocked. Change is hard for us. Change is hard. And Sometimes it's easier to stay in that cell than to be set free and to have to learn to live as a living spirit being. But spending time with God will make it worth it. We're developing that confidence that we're hearing from him, confidence that he loves us, confidence that he's guiding and directing our path, and that we can enjoy the process. 
one of the things that will happen is you'll start getting a different perspective on your life here. That, yes, it's, it's fleeting, but when you die, you're not off the hook. We're not here to just occupy and then go, when we, after we're dead, we're just going to sit around till God does the next thing and then everybody's going to be on thrones and walking on streets of gold, etc., etc. And we won't go into where these, these notions came from. But the whole idea of God completing us, being time-based, because you've got to remember, God created time. Time and eternity are two different things. Eternity, eternal life, is not just more time. Because time is something that is pliable. It's flexible. It's inconsistent. It can be altered. It can be redeemed. But God's nature is is infinite, eternal. His, his the spiritual characteristics that he has, that our spirit has, do not have the same qualities as our soul or our physical being. So your expectations, our expectations for what comes next, will start to change, which means part of our judgment. And we need to develop good judgment. Being judgmental about ourselves, about others, about God, that how we judge will need to change. The judgment is no longer about behavior. All have sinned and fallen short. But what is sin? Anything that hurts us. Anything that hurts others. It's not because that God you know, or hates this behavior, that no, that behavior hurts us and hurts others. It's not about purity or holiness or he's those things. God is holy regardless of our activities. And if you've been born again in your spirit, you are holy regardless of your activities. Yeah, some of you don't like that whether on behalf of others or on behalf of yourself. In your spirit, your spirit is holy and righteous and clean and is unchanging. Again, in your spirit. Now your soul is a whole different matter. So why we always come back to spending time with God, spending time with, with Jesus, spending time with every aspect of what he's revealing to you. And when we spend, give God a little time, he stretches that. Again, it's about the redeeming of time and the nature of time, the, the stretchability of time. When we give him a little, he expands it to cover everything he wants to accomplish. We're always looking back and going, oh, I wish... You know, I had done, made this decision differently or said that thing or 
didn't do that. And we we think, okay, where would my life be if I hadn't, you know, screwed it up or or somebody else hadn't have done this? You know, if somebody dies in a traffic accident, oh, we think we're we're bound by that that terrible thing and our life is ruined. When we get the idea about how God perceives time and how it impacts the natural, the supernatural, and the spiritual. When we can release time's control of us and learn to redeem it and, and not only see things from God's perspective, but be in God's perspective. Again, we, this is where we enter into that joy and rest and peace and quietness. It's not that we're not working. It's not that we're not carrying burdens. It's not that we're not trying different things and making mistakes, tons of mistakes. But we're with him. We're with God. We're with one another in him. We're not trying to get there. We're not trying to achieve. So again, when we come back and talk about learning about the the supernatural realm. We don't try to come up with, okay, here's 12 different categories or, or nine or three, and here's how you approach these and here's how you act, ask for them. You go ahead and ask, Lord, Lord, whatever supernatural experience is on your your game plan for me, I want it. I'm available. I'm open. Don't let me miss you. Then you can even ask him, Lord, how how much time do I need to spend to move forward in this? Before you go to bed tonight and every night, Lord, I'm just open to you revealing the supernatural realm while I sleep. Whether it's dreams or visions or you wake me up, Lord, whatever, I'm excited about what you're going to do. And again, we've talked so much about how important the night seasons are. We're not going to go back into that. But this this is an easy way because then we don't have to make more time. And you're going to be a lot, have a lot better sleep when you're more awake and aware to what the Lord is doing rather than the requirements of your day that's coming up what you need to do for work, what you need to do for your family, what you need to do to get your bills paid. And and it's easy. God's ways are simple. Some of the requirements, some of the things he asks us aren't going to be easy because going back to we don't like change. But rather than creating an encyclopedia of signs and wonders and miracles that he has performed, if he has performed those signs and wonders and miracles, we can perform them. We're in him. If he has done it, we have done it. We've already risen with him. So everything in between, anything else, anything less than that, we've already done that in him. We want to instead focus not on the details, but on his character, 
in his love for us, that he is reliable, and he doesn't trick us, and he's not out to embarrass us. The more time you spend with him, the more easily you will recognize his activities and what's going on in the supernatural realm. And then as you, the more you experience the supernatural, you'll learn to begin to exercise your authority over it. Because this is where we're leading up to. This is the real opportunity we have while we're here on this earth, is to not just have an understanding of what's going on in the natural realm and in the supernatural realm, but exercise the power and authority that we already have as a spirit being. Now, this is where we become different and separate from our unborn-again, unbelieving counterparts. Again, everybody is either born-again or not. There's only two kinds of beings, born alive in the spirit and dead in the spirit. And those who are still... dead in their spirit, still have the same soul as you and I do, except we have a living spirit. But they can, they have an equal power and authority that's not under the influence of spirit. You and I, our power and authority is under the influence and the guidance and direction of the Spirit of God and our spirit. So as we move forward, we're going to start talking about dreams and visions and trances and warfare with the demonic. Again, we're laying this groundwork so you can become comfortable recognizing that the supernatural realm is already there We're just going to start interacting with it consciously and deliberately. So thanks for tuning in. If you want to drop me a line, it's at diane at therainersclub.org or contact me through Blog Talk Radio. We'll get together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.